Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Renew Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Lanahan. It's good to be here again with you. The idea for this episode today wasn't even on my radar when I woke up this morning. Usually I plan these a decent amount ahead of time, but when I was at the gym, an idea popped in my head for an email to send to my clients to challenge them as they really dig into the vision of who they will become in 2022. And then while I was showering, I realized I actually had a lot more to say than I realized. And this episode felt like it was being downloaded into my brain. Like, you know how when you get a a flood of ideas and you can't stop it and you don't know what to do with it all? Like to the point where when I was in the shower, I had to dry off my hands mid-shower to type some notes so that I didn't forget everything. So today is coming hot off the press, I think as hot off the press as it can get. I did not plan this weeks ago or have it ready to record. I actually had a different episode planned and outlined, which I'll bring to you sometime soon. But when the spirit moves, I want to move with it. I think God has some specific people. He wants to hear something in what we talk about today. So first off, if you didn't listen to last week, I highly recommend you pause this and go do that. What we talked about is really, uh, last week was really one of the fundamental principles that underlies any behavior change. We talked about identity and the question, who are you becoming? And so really quickly, I'm just going to review a couple things from that episode, and then we'll dive into today's. So we said that willpower will never overcome identity. Just because you want something doesn't mean you will just make it happen automatically. Motivation, we know, ebbs and flows, and it's not a reliable fuel for change. It's not sustainable. And that's why people get really excited about New Year's resolutions, but over time, It fades, the excitement fades, and it's not enough to keep it going. What is sustainable fuel is your identity and how you see yourself. So if you see yourself as a smoker, it'll be really hard to quit. If you see yourself as somebody who's really healthy, you might have a better chance. If you see yourself as a dabbler or a hobbyist, it's going to be hard to do anything that you think legit entrepreneurs do. But if you see yourself as a legit entrepreneur, those things will become much easier. We also said that there are two things at play. There's your true identity, which comes from God. And then there's the identity that you're living from today, which is who you believe yourself to be. And really what we're trying to do is to align those two things as much as possible and then to live into that truth. And lastly, we said that as you answer the question, who are you becoming? You want to invite God into that process again because he created you. He likely has some things to say. And then once you answer that question, you can start making decisions today through the lens of that future you. So today, I want to build a bit on this idea, build a bit on this idea of identity and the question of who are you becoming. And so here's here's my heart for this episode. I love you all. And this may be a little convicting. Uh, I want to ignite something in you today that hasn't been ignited yet. And I want to talk about an unpopular topic in our society to do that. And that topic is sacrifice. So here's the roadmap. First, I want to just quickly define sacrifice. What is it? Then we'll go to why sacrifice is unpopular in our culture, why we are called to it as believers, and that's where we will ground in scripture. And then really most of our time will be spent on how does sacrifice apply to you and your business. So again, We'll define sacrifice, why is it unpopular today, why are we called to it as believers, and then how does sacrifice apply to you, your business, your relationship with God. So first, what is sacrifice? 
And I'm always fascinated by the etymology of words and getting into their root meanings and where they came from. And the word sacrifice comes from a couple of Latin words for sacred or holy and offering. And so here are a few of my favorite definitions, and I'll take a crack at kind of summarizing them in modern terms. So the first one is an act of giving up a desirable thing for a higher object or to a more pressing desire. Something given up for the sake of another. To offer something as an expression of thanks or devotion. And then the last one that I found is to surrender, give up or suffer to be lost for the sake of something else. So if I were to summarize in kind of modern layman's terms, this is what I'd say. To sacrifice means to give up something that you want as an expression of devotion to God or an expression of love for other people. Now, with that as the backdrop, I want to just talk pretty quickly about why sacrifice and the idea of it is unpopular in our culture. It's not something we see very often, but when we do see it, everybody's drawn to it. And so we swim in a cultural current that is all about I and me. I'll be relatively quick here, but I want to touch on three different but related ideas. So the first one is American individualism. It's all about my needs being met and fulfilling my desires. It's about being self-made, self-sufficient. You can do it all on your own without any help from the community. The guiding question for life in individualism is, does this serve me and what I want? If you don't like it or if you don't like them, just cut them out of your life. Cut it out of your life. Even relationships become a means to self-actualization for an individual. So if a relationship stops meeting my needs, then I'm out and on to the next one. So we've got American individualism. Then we also have uh, an Amazon Prime world is what I'll call it. I want it now. Life is so convenient. We can get any object in our hands within two days without getting out of our chair. We just live in a world of instant gratification. Things happen immediately. We have seamless experiences as customers and consumers. The customer is always right in our world. And so we get what we want. And so we feel like it's a sacrifice to get Amazon Prime Day shipping, like where they deliver it a day later, but in fewer boxes. Like that feels like a sacrifice to us today to get a package in three days instead of two or next day. And then the third cultural current I'll I'll touch on is social media uh, and the social media world that we live in. John Tyson, who pastors the Church of the City in New York, one of my favorite preachers, he puts it this way, and this is a paraphrase. Everything around you is conspiring silently to convince you that the world revolves around you. Every scroll and interaction on your phone thousands of times a day, there are algorithms feeding you information and content 100% catered to your individual preferences, your individual desires, and your individual viewpoints. And so we live in this culture. I don't, I don't want to be too long going on uh, each of these three different kind of areas, but this culture in many ways is in us, even as believers, right? We, we live in, in the world that it's inescapable to a certain extent. And so it's understandable that people, especially in 21st century America, And to a certain extent in other countries, I know we have some international brothers and sisters who listen to the podcast. In the 21st century, people have a natural aversion to the idea of sacrifice. And at least if I'm being truly honest, my default reaction to that word or any time an opportunity 
for sacrifice comes up in my life, my default reaction is like, no, I don't want to sacrifice. Can't I just have everything that I want without having to give up anything that I like? I want to have my cake and eat it too. And so there's this this push and pull for us as believers of where our default wants to go and then where we're called to. And so that leads me to the second point. Why are we called to sacrifice? And so we'll ground in a couple verses of scripture. Uh, The verse immediately before the one that this podcast is named after, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says this, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Right? So this is Paul talking about offering your bodies as a living sacrifice. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28 just as the Son of Man did not come to, to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, right? So to sacrifice his life, talking about Jesus. And then in John chapter 15, verse 13, Jesus says this, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends, right? To sacrifice one's life for one's friends. So why are we called to sacrifice? In short, Jesus did it. We are following him. We are trying to mirror our life. We're trying to emulate what he did in our lives. But a few more points on why. Logically, if you were to never sacrifice, you would always be living for yourself, right? If we don't sacrifice, that means our desires and the desires of our culture would never clash. It would mean our desires and the desires of God never clash. Our desires and the desires of our spouse or our kids never clash. Like that's, that's the only way we would be able to live without sacrificing is if there was no clashing of desires, right? So that's impossible. The essence of sacrifice is not my will, but yours, God. And if there is never sacrifice, there can't be love. In many ways, you can tell How much do you love someone or something based on how much you are willing to sacrifice for it, right? You can measure that sacrifice a bunch of different ways, time, money, effort, and and the list goes on and on. So with that as the backdrop, our culture doesn't like to sacrifice. The idea of sacrifice is, is foreign to it. We are called to it as believers. So how does this apply to you and your business? I want to start with a a metaphor. So if anyone has ever seen a hot air balloon take off from the ground, there are really two main forces at play that, that make that happen. There's the fire that heats up the air inside of the balloon and hot air rises. And so that's what would lift the balloon up into the air. And as that fire gets stronger, the higher the balloon can go. And then there are weights that are tied to the carriage or the gondola. I don't know the technical term for it. Google, I think, used gondola. Underneath the hot air balloon, right? There's that carriage under the hot air balloon where the people would stand. And there are weights tied to it that keep the hot air balloon down on the ground before it takes off. And then also it keeps it stable in the air, right? And so in this metaphor, the hot air balloon is your business. The fire is like your willpower and your motivation and strong desire to change something in your business. And then the weights keeping the hot air balloon on the ground 
are anything that you're holding onto that might hold the hot air balloon on the ground, preventing it from being able to, to soar and, and fly in the air, right? So these weights could be things like thought patterns or habits or comforts, TV shows you watch, staying up late, playing video games, right? It could be any, any thought pattern or behavior pattern in our lives that prevents us from, from flying, from soaring, from being the people that we're becoming. And so we'll talk about some more examples of this, but what's interesting again is that hot air balloons actually need to keep some of the weights there to help steer the balloon when it's in the air so that it doesn't, take in, doesn't get taken completely by the wind, right? So some of the weights, some of those thought patterns and behavior patterns need to be present but it's really important to know which ones you want to let go of so that it can fly and then which ones you want to keep in order to fly safely. And so for the rest of our time, we're going to work with two questions in mind, right? The first one we talked about extensively last episode, who are you becoming? If you applied what we talked about last episode or you've done this, uh, you've already thought about this. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? It's a really simple exercise, but it's deeply deeply impactful. I shared on my Instagram at the end of last week my answer to this question of who am I becoming. So go check that out if you want an example. It's really simple, but it's like plugging the the directions or the address into a GPS before you go somewhere new. So we have who are you becoming? And then we have the question that we're really going to be thinking about today. What are you willing to sacrifice to make that happen? What are you willing to let go of to become that person? What, what weights are you willing to cut off of the hot air balloon so that you can get off the ground and fly? I know that many of you have really ambitious visions for who you will become and what you will accomplish in 2022. Some of you want to go deeper in your walk with God than you ever have or step into being a thought leader in your industry or be a more present parent. Some of you want to take your business to the next level to create more revenue or bring your spouse home from work or decrease how much time you work or change your niche or transition to a different business model. Some of you are still figuring out what this vision looks like. So whether you are crystal clear on that vision for who you are becoming and what you will accomplish, or you're still discerning what that looks like for you, I want to encourage you to consider this question. What are you willing to sacrifice to become that person and accomplish that vision? Again, let's take Jesus as our example. He was on a mission. He came here with a purpose given to him by the Father. He didn't just walk the earth and tell people how much he loved them. He showed people. He lived it. He put his money where his mouth was. He healed and broke bread and spoke life over people. He sacrificed his time and energy and attention for others. And a topic for another podcast, which is really interesting, is what he didn't sacrifice, right? Time with the Father. That was one of the weights that he kept on his hot air balloon. But of course, Jesus sacrificed to the point where he was willing to demonstrate his love for us by dying on a cross for our sins. Jesus was willing to sacrifice everything to fulfill his mission. So as you think about your vision for 2022, for you and your life, your business, your marriage, your health, your relationship with God, 
don't just tell yourself what you want to create and who you want to be in 2022. Don't just do these exercises and answer these questions. Show yourself what you're willing to do now to make it happen. So back to our question, what are you willing to sacrifice now in order to step into the person God is molding you into in the next six to 12 months? Here are some examples from me to get your juices flowing. Some of these are specifically work and business related. Others are personal, but they impact work. But they all are wrapped up in this question of who am I becoming and what do I need to sacrifice? What do I want to sacrifice to become that person? I used to love jumping straight into completing tasks and replying to emails on Monday morning. It made me feel really productive right away and felt like I got momentum going for the week. But as I thought about becoming more proactive and intentional versus reactive, I ended up sacrificing that desire to feel productive right away so that I could cultivate the habits of praying for my clients, grounding into my why, and planning the week. If anybody knows me, I am a huge fan of sports. I love playing them. I love watching them. I love talking about them. I've sacrificed watching sports for the past two years, especially on Sundays to spend observing Sabbath, spending time with friends and with family and at church and with God. I sacrificed playing golf once a week, which kind of became my new sport during the pandemic, to pour more time into praying for and serving my clients. My default was to constantly consume information. I've sacrificed wanting to listen to tons of podcasts and read tons of books to focus on implementing what I learned from just a few. I've sacrificed keeping up with the most popular TV shows to be relevant in conversations and have things to talk about. My default was to go with the flow and wing it when I started the business. I sacrificed that mindset and the behavior pattern that came with it so that I could embrace, embrace the goal setting and the structure that supported the vision that I had for the business and, and the impact that I felt like God was equipping me to have. My default was to, to save money versus spend it. Now I invest large sums of money into developing myself, my entrepreneurial skill set, and my spiritual formation and relationship with God. I, that's something I literally invest money in now. Here's some other daily and weekly sacrifices. So I love that time between when your alarm goes off and when you actually get out of bed because I feel like when you're asleep, you don't truly get to enjoy the fact that you're resting and sleeping. And so I was a chronic snooze the alarm, enjoy that last however long in bed where you just feel warm and comfortable. I sacrificed that feeling to spend time letting God pour into my heart and my soul to start each day. I loved having flexible Monday mornings where I could ease into the week, maybe start a little bit later than normal or do breakfast with a friend. But as, as I thought about the next 12 to 24 months becoming a thought leader in the faith-driven entrepreneur space, I decided I wanted to sacrifice that flexibility on Monday mornings to bring this podcast into the world and to pour my love and time and energy and effort into it every single week. I love warm showers and that has not changed i still love warm showers there's a running joke with my wife and her family who knows that i take long warm showers that i can't take a shower in less than 20 minutes it's not true i've done it before but 
I'm up to 60 seconds now where I end every single shower with 60 seconds of freezing cold water to jumpstart my day. And these are just the examples that came top of mind for me as I was writing and, and planning this episode. But what's interesting is when I took the time today to reflect on these things, most of them no longer feel like sacrifices. I don't actually miss them. Maybe they were at first, and maybe with the exception of, of totally warm showers. I have so much gratitude for my past self for deciding to give these things up in order to be who I am today. These sacrifices will look different for each of us. For me, these are the sacrifices that have helped me become who God is refining me into in my current season of life. And I say all of this with, I want to be totally transparent. I'm not a superhuman. I'm not perfect at this. There are times that I still snooze the alarm. There are times that I'm like, ooh, I could really just end the shower now and not make it cold. But this is where I aim. This is where I'm holding myself to. This is the standard that I'm, I'm working with and holding myself to. Last thing on, on these examples, this doesn't mean you have to give up everything that you love, but it's a question of willingness. It's a question of, are you willing to sacrifice good things for the best things, for the things that God has for you, for the things that he's calling you to? So those were just some examples that came top of mind. But here, again, are your practical steps. Determine with God, who will you become? What will you accomplish in the next 12 months? And then step two, decide, what do you feel God calling you to give up or to sacrifice today to make that future happen? Again, back to our hot air balloon metaphor, you can just try to burn a bigger fire and that might get you off the ground, but that's going to lead to burnout in the long term, which is really dangerous. Or you can identify which weights you want to let go of, which habits and thought patterns are actually great and necessary to fly safely, and which ones are the ones that you want to let go of. And as a coach, that's what I help my clients do. We identify the weights that they want to keep let go of the ones that they don't, and help them lift off and fly their hot air balloon in a way that's sustainable and safe and enjoyable and in a way that can handle the winds that will inevitably come as you run a business. And what's interesting is technically, I could just tell my clients, hey, you need to cut that weight off or you need to keep that. And some people that I've met actually want that. But then in the future, they would need me to help them do that. And instead, over time, like I want to help you learn how to do this yourself. Yes, it's about helping you get off the ground now and become the next version of yourself now. But it's also about equipping you to do this again two years from now, five years from now, without needing me to be present. If last episode was about what you need to add into your life to become the person you want to become, this episode is about what you need to subtract from your life to become the person that you want to become. Because there are things that you did today or this past weekend or this past week or month that are incompatible with the person that you are becoming and the person that God is molding you into over the next 12 months. So get really curious, what are those things? Is it Netflix at night right before you go to bed? Is it replying to emails within an hour of receiving them? Is it jumping straight into your to-do list before taking time to pray and ground yourself in what's most important? Is it scrolling on Instagram during the day, snoozing the alarm, giving up some of the, the good books and good podcasts that you're consuming 
to focus on implementing what you're learning from just a few? Is it checking work emails at night or on weekends? Whatever they are, write them down and bring them into the light. Get coached on them. Pray about them. Future you depends on you sacrificing these things now. The people that you will serve are depending on you sacrificing these things now. There are ripples that will happen years down the road because of a decision that you make today. Let's wrap up. You can tell how much you love someone or something based on how much you're willing to sacrifice for them. You can tell someone how much you love them or you can show them and demonstrate it through your actions. You can tell people who you want to be or you can show them through what you're willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice can be painful. Your brain on autopilot will not want to do it. Its job is to keep you safe and maintain the status quo. But at the same time, conscious you who's listening to this right now wants to do it because of what's on the other side. A deeper relationship with God, higher revenue, more time with your family, or whatever that is for you. You have a vision of who you're becoming and what you will accomplish in 2022. Focus on that. Let that vision ignite you into sacrifice. Let your desire to serve your people fuel you to sacrifice. Let your love for God and desire to be a living sacrifice to him be your why. At the end of the day, this is a matter of priority. It's a matter of obedience to what we're called to. And it's a matter of serving the people that God created you to serve. Let us be people who are willing to sacrifice in order to become who God created us to be. That's all for today. If you aren't connected with me on Instagram yet, go ahead and do that. My handle is at Kieran Lenahan Coaching, and I will link to that in the show notes. If you are loving the podcast so far, share it with a friend who you think should join us each Tuesday. We're just getting started. There's so much more good stuff to come. Much love to you all. I hope you have a great week. Enjoy Thanksgiving with your friends and your loved ones if that's something you celebrate, and I will see you next week. Thank you.